The most important people in the world, with Charles Berman and Jonathan Berman. Featuring interviews with people with interesting viewpoints, which, if true, could make them the most important people in the world. Let's meet one of them now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Most Important People in the World podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Charles Berman. I'm Jonathan Berman. And we have with us here a very special guest on the line. We have uh, James Goy. Uh, James, uh, are you there? Yes, I am, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Now, you're the author of uh, How to Attract Money Using Mind Power. Is that right? That's correct. All right. Well, that's a very straightforward title, and it's one that's going to interest a lot of people, I think. So maybe you could just give us, in a nutshell, how does someone attract money using mind power? Well, the first thing for people to understand uh, is that everybody is already creating their own financial circumstances based in large part on mind power. Only most people don't know that they're applying mind power. In other words, they're having beliefs and expectancies. They have... um, uh, visions in their minds, you know, they speak a certain way, they have certain uh, thoughts about what is going to come about. And all of this is really fodder for the mind power process, you know, because we create using our thoughts and our feelings and the images we hold in our minds. And of course, with that, then you have things like, you know, the things you speak reinforce your beliefs and, and your thoughts and feelings. But And so once we understand the process, and we, we see that we're already doing it, not only just with our finances, but in all areas of life, then it becomes rather a simple process to start modifying how we are, how we think, how we feel, how we image, what we believe, what we are learning to expect, what we believe about ourselves, our self-image. And it's kind of a whole soup the way I teach it, but it's really not all that complicated. And anybody of average intelligence can understand this and really transform their lives once they put what I teach into uh, play. No, okay. someone of sub-average intelligence doesn't have enough mind power. Oh, say that again? Would someone of sub-average intelligence have insufficient uh, mind power to attract money? Not really. I believe anyone who, like, if they can follow this conversation and they can understand the concepts, then I believe that they can they can improve their, their life by thinking more in line with uh, for instance, the way they want things to be uh, instead of the way they don't want things to be. So average intelligence, like the average person on the planet, can definitely do it. But unless somebody is really like out of touch with reality, as we all agree that it is, uh, then they, they can use this to varying uh, degrees of uh, success depending on how they apply it. Now, I'm curious is this is, if this is something supernatural or is it now, for instance, if we apply it to, um, to a bagel, if I really want a bagel, if I, if I used enough mind power to get it, would it just sort of appear on my plate or would I have to realize I have to go to the store and buy it? Uh, or would, would it just appear for me or, or do, do I have to take steps to get the money? Well, in theory, it could appear, but more, you know, the way it really uh, works in practice is that it's through the normal channels already set up for bagels to come to people. Uh Either you go to the store and you buy a pack or you go to the bakery and you buy one. You know, like, for instance, when people, there's a lot of metaphysical techniques I teach in my books. So when people 
first learned the technique, and this is, a, you know, people have heard this for years, but when they first learn the technique of visualization, for instance, they'll start to do simple things like if they, they always go downtown to a certain place and they never find parking, they'll start to visualize a parking spot opening up just as they get there. And people report routinely that uh, parking spots nor just, you know, start to open up for them as a general rule, whereas before the general rule was they never could get parking spots. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wondering now, because this is, it's really very new for me, the link between using mind power and getting money. And I know everyone out there has wondered, you can't help but think there's, there are some people in the world who are very rich and some are very poor. Does that, does that have to do with the, the poor maybe don't have enough mind power to get the money that they need or they're not using mind power? No, they're using mind power, but they're using mind power to be poor. See, everyone of of like intelligence has basically the same mind power uh, capabilities. But you have to remember now, people who are born poor, they think that that's what life is. Like everyone they go to school with, all their friends, parents, I mean, everybody, they don't have a lot of money. They don't live in great neighborhoods and all of this. Now you take rich kids growing up in uh, Hollywood royalty, let's say, and everyone they know is rich and every you know half the people they know their dads are famous actors or directors and this and that everybody's family's worth multi-millions and so for them it's a whole different reality they believe things are a different way than the poor people believe things are the magic is that a poor person can understand how the rich people think that they think there's abundance, that they think there's opportunity everywhere, that they think it's normal to have a lot of money. When they understand that in large part, that's why rich people are rich, um, then they can start to think the way those people think. There's really no magic to it. It's just natural um, uh, law. But they're both using the same exact techniques. They're both developing certain beliefs and holding them in place and coming to expect certain things and they speak in certain patterns. And, you know, it goes on and on. Um, But one is doing it uh, with the goal in mind, really, not a conscious goal they chose, but really the end result is lack. And the other, for the other, it's abundance because it's the content of how they're applying their mind power. It's not the way they're applying it. Most rich people don't know about mind power and they don't know they're doing anything special. But when you look at how they think, how they speak, their beliefs about themselves, self and all of that, you can see the great difference between them and the poor person or the person that lives in lack, but you can see that it's exactly the same and that both are getting what they believe and what they come to expect. I I open every, I have 160 quotes in my book and I open every chapter with one quote and then I end with seven. And uh, here's a great quote in chapter two that I open it up on belief from Claude M. Bristol, the magic of believing 1948. And he says, Belief changes the tempo of the mind or thought frequency. Like a huge magnet, it draws the subconscious forces into play, changing your whole aura and affecting everything about you, including people and objects at great distances. And that, if you want to call it magic, is the great magic of mind power is that it doesn't only affect your own capabilities and habits and, you know, your activities to make you successful, but it actually affects events circumstances, conditions, and people at a distance that will come in line with your vision and help your vision come about. Now, one thing I wonder about this is that now, you you know, everyone's exercising mind power 
at the same time, as you say. Now, I wonder when someone is, has decided that they want to take that in hand and consciously use mind power to get the, the money or that parking spot or, or whatever it might be, what, what is the first step they need to do and how are they going to know if it's working? Like if, if I'm doing mind power, if I'm, if I'm using mind power and maybe I'm not doing it right so the money isn't coming, when, when am I going to start to know I need to, to adjust my mind power usage? Well, you'll know partially based on uh, your results, but you'll also know just from your own mindset. In other words, if you're thinking, well, this doesn't really seem to be working, or I'm not sure it's going to work, or uh, it doesn't seem to be working for me, you're reinforcing it not working. So in effect, people would say, well, it's not working for me. But just in the fact that they're saying it's not working, they are uh, facilitating it, facilitating it not working. So it always works. Mind power always works. And so that's why I try to teach people to develop a firm, um, you know, steadfast belief and expectancy, not only in the mind power process, but in their ability to apply it because it always works. I mean, and I've had even six figure miracles. I have minor miracles where I'll go out for an hour walk and I'll find money, you know, multiple times. I mean, if you're lucky, you go for an hour walk in a, in a average town or something, you might find a penny. You know, and I find I find bills rolled up or a dog will be coming down the street and I want to avoid this dog and, you know, their owner. So I go around the car and then on the other side, there's a little pile of change. There's somebody dropped when they got out of the car and didn't want to bend over, pick up, let's say a quarter, a dime and a nickel. Uh, you'll, you'll notice little things like that, um, you know, unexpected checks and just all kinds of things. But if you really have faith, you absolutely know and believe that not only the process works, but that you can work the process, you'll start to see results. And with every tiny success, your belief in the process grows that much more. And what you want and what you desire and what you uh, endeavor to create for yourself grows because you start to really understand the, the unlimited uh, nature of what you will be able to accomplish once you know how to do it. So if, if you begin visualizing and you really believe that it's working, suddenly all of these coincidences will stand out to you and you'll know even more that it's working. Right. I mean, one example I use is from many years ago, let's say like 30 years ago or so. And I had a little uh, one and I knew of these principles back then. It's when I first started studying them. And I had a little one man uh, hauling operation here in San Diego and so I had my, my old 64 Dodge pickup truck, and I used to uh, run an ad, and I, you know, I'd take stuff to the dump or do small moving loads and things like that. And so I used visualization, and I made this little scenario in my mind where I saw myself at the, my bank with a, a larger stack of checks than I usually would have, like substantially larger. And I saw myself standing there in front of the teller signing each check. Well, Things started to happen right away. Like I thought if I do this visualization, and this was a great one of my early great lessons is not, it's the vision itself or it's the belief itself or the affirmation. It's not necessarily what you think, how you think it's going to translate. Because my only thought was I'm going to get more business and therefore I'm going to have more checks. That's the only thought I had. And that was my intention. But the what, what the the universe does, your subconscious mind, it takes the most expedient way to the end results. That's why we always teach in metaphysics, you want to think about the end results, not so much how to get there. Well, 
strange things started happening. I got uh, one or two, this 30 years ago now, but I remember I got one or two uh, unexpected um, like refunds from something. I got a check from my grandmother who would send one every once in a while. Uh, it wasn't an unknown thing, but all of a sudden there was a check from her. There was a check from another family member. Not only that, uh, half of the people would routinely pay me in cash. I'd give them a receipt. The other half would pay in checks. All of a sudden, the cash dried up. Everybody was paying me in checks. And the first time I would well, was, wanted to go to the bank on my normal visit to the bank, um, something happened. I don't know if it was with my truck or whatever, but it was put off a few days. And, uh, and my business increased. I did get busier than I normally was. All of these factors came into play though. And then I was at the counter uh, the next time I was at the bank and I'm, I'm there and I'm sign I, signing the checks and I thought, oh my God, here it is. And it just hit me. It wasn't just more business. It was all these things all of a sudden happened to make this vision and things I wouldn't have really thought about. Like who's going to think about, oh, I'll get a refund I wasn't expecting or, or my grandma will send me a, a check. I wasn't thinking of any of those things. The thing I was thinking about more business that happened too, but so did a whole bunch of other things. So that's an important thing to take away for everyone that if you're really thinking about this and if you let it known that you're thinking about this, then people, those checks from people you know might start coming in. Now, I, I want to share a personal story here that's made me think about, and I'm wondering what you would say about this because I remember one time where I might have been actually using mind power not knowing it because one morning – I woke up and I thought about money that day. And uh, then I walked, I was going to work and I walked out the door and on the street there was a wallet. And when I was, it happened, I ended up, and there were, there were all sorts of credit cards in there that I could have used. But I, and I, as it happened, I ended up giving it to the police. But is that, is that something that you, you should give those back to the police when, when Mind Power brings them to you? Or uh, is, can Mind Power sometimes bring you money that actually belongs to other people? Uh, if, if you're, you know, have money on the mind, like you did that day, it's, it's totally, you know, not uh, unforeseen that you would run across money, even if it's someone else's money. And I think the right thing to do is to return the money. I, and I look at things like that as it's, it's just the universe showing you that uh, it's, it's bringing money to you. It's almost like here's a, here's a telegram. It's not your money, but it's a message. And I look at every penny I find on the ground in the same way. Um, uh, it's like I would never not pick up a penny mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, here I am using mind power to try to attract more money. And, you know, there's no difference between a penny and a million dollars. There's no difference in kind. The only difference is in amount. And so if you if you shun the penny, then you're shunning, uh, you know, the million dollars, really because it's, it's the million dollars baby. And so uh, money will just start to come to you in amazing ways. I once got out of $10,000 in credit card debt in a four to six week period, again, many, many years ago, you know, decades ago, uh, by using one simple affirmation. And uh, about four to six weeks into this process, I totally believed, by the way, uh, right right from the start just about that this was going to happen. I actually received a gift of $10,000, a free gift, a $10,000 check. And then when every credit card came in, I was able to pay it off. One simple affirmation, all of my credit cards are completely paid off. 
That was it. All of my credit cards are completely paid off. It was short to the point. It, it didn't uh, say how it would come about because uh, uh, affirmations shouldn't. They should be just the end result. And that and that's why that uh, metaphysicians or mind power teachers teach or law of attraction teachers Focus most of your energy on the end result because the universe can bring it around about in ways that you can't even think of. But if you create the mold in the in the spiritual slash mental realm, which is where everything is created first, even the in they're proving this today or have proven it really in uh, quantum physics in the quantum physics laboratories. Everything is made somewhere else before it appears here. And when you come to understand that, you realize how important the end result is to program in and why the ways and means are definitely take a back seat and, and they're almost an afterthought. And they come to you through ways such as intuition, which I have a chapter in the book on intuition, whereas most people do it the opposite way. They, they, they get an idea of where they want to go, but then they spend all their time and energy trying to figure out ways to do it and trying this avenue and that avenue and, and just, you know, hit and miss, hit and miss, trial and error. Whereas the, the, the mind power practitioner who knows what they're doing continues to put most of their energy and focus on the end result, waiting and alert and watchful for the right ways and means to be revealed for them and for the synchronicities that will take place around them in their lives. Now, do you think you get a second chance if you fail to pick up a penny or an opportunity presents itself? Or do you think the universe um, says, well, hey, this guy is, is, is not really using mind power appropriately. He asked for money, but he didn't take it. I think every moment is brand new. Every moment is brand new. So I would never let that penny that I didn't pick up um, you know, in my mind say, oh, well, maybe I won't be as, as able to attract money now. I would just say, you know what? I realize now how important it is to pick those pennies up or dimes or whatever the universe lays at your feet. And I would just do it from there on out because it's the same thing. You know, people have been thinking uh, wrong about money. If they have if they have financial circumstances that are much less than they would like them to be, then they haven't been thinking in the way that would make them more of what they'd want to be. And just because they think that way for 50 years, it doesn't matter. What matters is how they're thinking now, because in this moment, we're creating the next hour, the next day, the next year of our finances and everything else. So uh, I, I, I would advise people never look back, start from here and do the best you can in the moment, because in this moment, you're creating your future. Uh, uh, no, I, 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 have, I have to wonder, because I know a lot of people um, who, who would like more money, uh, and, and, and I know a lot of people who would like more money, but they don't know that they get money just with mind power and, and they, they think they have to do it with maybe doing a job or, or some other method of getting money. Um, I think if a lot of people found out about this, you, you'd have everybody using mind power because it's, it, it's so revolutionary. Why, why do you think it hasn't the, the mind power method of, of getting money hasn't been more widely accepted so far? Well, you know, if you look at uh, a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, it's been a, a, uh, a top seller for decades. So people do know about this. Uh, in his book, he teaches the connection between thinking and riches or wealth. 
and uh, basically attracting money. So a lot of people do know about this and the number is growing. A lot of people who come to my book, I later hear is the first book on the subject, you know, somebody gives it to them as a gift or something. So every day, more and more people and look at the just famous people like, um, you know, uh, Chuck Norris, I quote in my book, Sylvester Stallone, I quote in my book, you know, current uh, successful people or that have been, you know, Hollywood movie stars and stuff. And they routinely talk about, uh, uh, for instance, I quote both of them on uh, visualization. Arnold Schwarzenegger is it's well known in these circles and maybe even to the general public because he's talked about it. Uh, that he uh, used visualization to become, uh, you know, the the, uh, the bodybuilding champion and all of that, and then on into um, uh, acting and, and all of his accomplishments. He's he's a long time very serious visualizer. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of examples out there. Oprah is extremely metaphysically minded and and you know uh, into all of this stuff. She's the one who was, of course, brought the secret to the masses, basically. And um, the movie and the book. So it's really out there and it's and it's getting out there more and more all the time. And a lot of people who are very successful, Jim Carrey, he's another uh, actor, uh, uh, successful person in the public eye who talks about this. He talks about how he wrote a check to himself for $10 million uh, for acting services rendered and carried it in his wallet for years. Eventually, he got $10 million. I think it might have been for Dumb and Dumber. Uh, but certainly for some movie, he got $10 million for one movie. But he wrote that check to himself long before he ever made that kind of money. So there are a lot of examples out there of people who know and use these these uh, principles and techniques. Visualization, visualization is a very interesting idea. And, I, now, and, and so let's talk a little bit about how it works. Now, you mentioned a parking spot, for instance. And uh, I know now because I, I, I don't really know how to do visualization. If I was – Looking for a parking lot, I've, a parking space, a parking space, I should say. Uh, sometimes um, I, I'll get one, and, and sometimes I would not get one. Is it different with visualization? Uh, what happens, and how does the process work? Well, basically, the you know, I, I teach people that we're always visualizing all the time. Like uh-huh. if I say, if I say, what's in your refrigerator right now? Right away, you have a picture of your refrigerator you're in your kitchen in your mind and you're looking inside and you're you're gonna you can tell me what's in there uh but the way visualization is normally taught in uh, metaphysics is that a person would recline or sit or lay down and relax do some uh relaxation technique whether it's deep breathing or some kind of meditation and to, to become into a relaxed state and then to actually uh run in their minds the end results they're trying to create or performance they're trying to live up to I mean, this is, is well known in, uh, I just sent somebody, I looked it up for them, who's going to be in a bodybuilding competition. And there's, you know, you go online and just type in bodybuilding and visualization. And you'll see all of the people who attribute, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's one, and, um, oh, there's another one. I don't know the bodybuilding world too much. Zane, Frank Zane, I think is his name, who openly talk about this. There's books, The Inner Game of Golf, The Inner Game of Tennis. These are books on visualization, basically. So, but the process is rehearsing and running through and living in your mind what it is you're trying to create. And that's what the subconscious mind will come to think is real and believe. And that's what it will uh, begin to create for you. Not only will you uh, live up to, you know, in other words, you can actually increase your capacities and your performance and whatnot through these techniques, but also just 
the way other people, like if it's a business deal, other people will start to um, play their part to help your visions come into uh, fruition. And so visualization, it's a very powerful um, technique. And for me, like, you know, I always say mind power is as much a science as as much an art as it is a science. For me, I'm visualization, I find it kind of tedious. You know, I do use it, but I'm not a big visualizer. Like for instance, Schwarzenegger would be. For me, I love affirmation because it's it's the simplest mind power technique I think there is really. And it has the same far-reaching effects. I do both, but I'm much more on affirmation. For instance, other people, they may like visualization over, say, affirmation or something like that. So you can mix or match and, and really find your own way uh, using the available techniques. Mm-hmm. And so it's very... If you, oh, go ahead. If you had uh, someone come to you and say, I've been blind since birth, um, and I have a hard time finding parking spaces, would you recommend that they imagine the sound of a parking space, or they, um, or they, or they say affirmations to themselves before they go driving around looking for a parking space? How <laughs> I, would you- I would suggest that they don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. But but I get your point. Um, you know, it's just uh, you know, and it's what's possible too. I mean, we have to be practical. Like, if a person is literally three foot nine inches tall, uh, or you know, I wouldn't have them. I wouldn't say, yeah, you should go ahead and and do affirmations or about being an NBA, you know, uh, superstar. You know, you're, you're 43 years old and you're, you know, three foot nine or whatever. Let's find something else that makes more sense. But if, if what they're um, trying to create is doable for them and there isn't something that's just so blatantly in the way of them being able to do it, then people can accomplish uh, great things. I mean, the one, one uh, story that's legendary on the power of belief is the four-minute mile. I don't know if you know that story, but Roger Bannister, I think it was in 59. Anyway, it was a well-known fact throughout the world that no human being could ever break the four-minute uh, mile. Uh, no human body could run faster than that. Well, eventually somebody did it, Roger Bannister. And the thing is, for hundreds of years, no human being could ever do it. And it was, you know, accepted fact that it, in fact, couldn't be done. And then I don't have the figures re- uh, readily available in my mind. But uh, the first year after he did it, other people started doing it. And now human beings routinely run a mile in under four minutes. But until one person broke through that barrier and showed the rest of us that it was possible, no one could do it. And that went on for year after year after decade after decade after decade. But as soon as one person did it, all of a sudden now any serious, you know, many serious uh, uh, runners routinely break that four minute mile. That's very That's impressive. Very impressive. Now- I think, I think before before we wrap up, because we're coming close uh, close on our time, I just am curious um, how you made this discovery yourself. I mean, how did you find out that anything can come to you just through imagining it and, and visualizing it or affirming it? Well, I came to California um, as, a, as a young man. I was 19 years old. It's more than 30 years ago from New Jersey. And uh, within my first few years here, I had always been interested in – you know, just things that were out there, like, you know, if they had a book club in grammar school, I would pick a book on ghosts as opposed to a book on, you know, uh, basket weaving or something. And uh, but I 
I started finding my first books on the subject and the subject just gripped me, you know, and I was reading spiritual books, metaphysical books, mind power, positive, you know, self-help, positive thinking, Norman Vincent Peale, you know, uh, just all of these. And and I just made a real study of it. Within a few short years, I was teaching uh, classes around San Diego County on the, the, the uh, metaphysical bookstore circuit. And uh, and I just, you know, I just never let it go. It became a part of my life. I eventually, you know, I started other metaphysical books, even a metaphysical novel over the years, but I finally stuck with this book and uh, it became the first book that I, that I published. Uh, hey, if you, if you would, please uh, tell, tell our listeners uh, before we have to go, how do they find your book? How do they find your website? How do they contact you if they should so desire? Okay, well, my name again, James G-O-I Jr., James Goy Jr. The book, How to Attract Money Using My Power, they can uh, get it on um, Amazon. It's in Kindle, so they can get a print edition or they can get the, the Kindle for the ebook. My website is jamesgoijr.com or simply attractmoney.org will get them to the same place. And I do have a free monthly uh, Mind Power and Money e-zine that they can subscribe to there. Uh, but also, I routinely give away free PDF copies of my entire book, How to Attract Money Using Mind Power, to anyone in the world who just contacts me on Facebook, Twitter, or an email to james at jamesgoyjr.com and just says, hey, I'd love to have a free uh, PDF of the book. I will send anyone in the world uh, a copy of that book in PDF. They don't have to sign up for my e-zine or anything. It'd be nice if they did, uh, but they don't have to. Just let me know, and I'll send that out. Well, that's an incredible offer. Uh, that, that's just uh, attracting things to them for free right there. Exactly, and it's it's uh, it's just a win-win. You know, you can't I, – I know. I just absolutely know in my heart with all these decades of experience using this stuff that I cannot outgive the universe. So this is a part of my process, and I teach it in the book about giving and radiating financial increase. So it's a part of my process to just to give, to definitely give. All right. And I think it's important to remember everyone out there, if you start to doubt it, uh, it only works if you believe it works. And once you believe it works, you'll see it working. If it's not working, that means you're not really believing that it's working. Um, right? Yeah, definitely. If you don't believe it works, then it's still working, but you'll be getting results that you don't want. All right. All <laughs> right. Well, James Goy Jr., thank you very much for coming on the program with us once again. It's uh, James Goy Jr., J-A-M-E-S-G-O-I-J-R.com. And the name of the book is How to Attract Money Using Mind Power. Thank you. It's been great to be here. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on the program. Have a good thank night. You. you too. Thanks. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the most important people in the world. We've been speaking with James Goy about how a person can attract money using mind power. And uh, if you're interested in contacting us about the podcast with ideas for guests or uh, ideas for anything else, it's mostimportantpeopleintheworld at gmail.com. And if you want to visualize uh, money being sent to us, you know, feel free. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't do anything to stop anyone from visualizing that. In fact, just by hearing the words, it's caused me to visualize it. So maybe we should just repeat the idea of it in future uh, podcasts. Uh, yes. Um, from now on, every episode, we'll ask people to visualize sending us money. Yes. Um, all right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in again if you want to hear the show.
You've been listening to the most important people in the world. With feedback or guest ideas, contact us at mostimportantpeopleintheworld at gmail.com.